A reading from Genesis. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it or you shall die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. The word of the Lord. A reading from Isaiah. Comfort, O oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her turn, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. <clears throat> a voice says, cry out, and I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass, their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, 
O Zion, herald of good tidings, lift up your voice with strength. O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings, lift it up. Do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. The word of the Lord. A reading from Jeremiah. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke. Though I was their husband, says the Lord, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach each other or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. The word of the Lord. A reading from Isaiah. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey by the time he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Micah. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are the one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth from me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God and they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. A reading from Isaiah. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, 
but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall lie with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hands on the adder's den. Then they will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. And then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Our first candle of Advent invited us to kindle practicing love, especially towards people, frankly, that we find unlovable. This week, our wreath and our season bids us to kindle hope. And hope is probably one of the most divergent, but certainly one of the most watered-down words that we use. Think of the things we hope for. I hope this is a short homily. <laughs> I hope it's not raining when church is over. I hope the Texans have a good season or at least don't embarrass themselves. Hope's as low as those. You know, honestly, often on my best day, I have hopes that are contrary to the ones we just heard. I often hope that God will kill the wolf. And I hope that God will stamp on the head of the adder, and I hope that my children will be safe from all evils because they're mine. 
And that is no real hope. That is my will being done on heaven as it is in earth. And Advent asks us to consider something greater than ourselves. Hope, it turns out, is about cherishing with anticipation what is to come. And in the archaic sense of the word, hope means trust. The question is, where are we putting our hope? In general, I think for myself, my hope suffers from a failure of imagination because I cannot imagine ever a wolf lying down with a lamb. I cannot imagine being reconciled with people on this world whose Facebook posts I read, whose stories I hear in the news, whose crimes even in this neighborhood are evident in the weekly Nassau Bay report. No, that is beyond my imagination, but it is certainly within God's. And we are invited to kindle a new hope. A hope so bold that it involves God recreating. Because after all, as Episcopalians, we know that God made the saber-toothed tiger to eat meat, not melons. We know that if this oracle of Isaiah is to be true, God has to do something new in the world. And on the stage comes John the Baptist. Saying words, frankly, that we could interpret and the lower version of hope. The lower version of hope says, people are good trees or not, and bad trees get burned up in hell. People are either wheat or they are chaff, and chaff gets burned up in hell. If that's where we put our heart, then God's no better than we are. God's just like us. But consider that God might have something greater in mind. People are not either wheat or chaff. People are full of both wheat and chaff. People are not either good or bad trees. I'm suspicious that many of our hopes will either bear fruit that is nourishing and sweet or bear fruit that is bitter. And here is God saying, I will remove from you the chaff that sullies your life. It might be painful in the short term, but I will do it for you. For you. Maybe God has to wait until we're dead. Maybe God is only able to work this reconciliation in heaven. Isaiah says God will do it. But if we start to put our trust, if we start to anticipate, cherish with anticipation that God can do something greater than we so ordinarily hope for, then maybe we start to wonder, why should God have to wait until then? Why can't I join God now in making real hope Hope that is beyond my day-to-day expectation of when packages arrive or what traffic flow looks like or even that I get my way. But we might hope for this vision in Isaiah where God's way is done. And perhaps then we start to consider that we are not always the children playing at the den of the adder. 
There are people in the world for whom we are the adder. And when will they be safe in our homes? That is the stuff, I think, that we can only do having kindled the light of love, which is not about how we feel about the rest of the world, but it is how we practice the truth we claim every week, that this is the table not of the church but of Jesus Christ, and all are welcome. And if all indeed are welcome, then it is incumbent upon us to treat them with welcome, especially when we don't want to. We only have a week to kindle this kind of hope before we're going to be asked to kindle a new way of joy. Don't worry, we'll have Advent again next year. We'll get another chance. But I wonder if this week, I wonder if this week, just for this week, as we lay down at night to go to bed and our head drifts away to those things that comfort us, we might for a week ask as those thoughts come to mind, are they wheat or are they chaff? Are my comforts wheat or chaff? Would God rather prune this tree down to build one that is nourishing for other people? And if we do this, Isaiah and John say, then God's will, which is done in heaven, might be done on earth this week. Let us kindle love and hope so when the Christ child arrives, there is a ready welcome and a ready world. Amen.